0: Follow all the action and update info on the Bulls on the new and latest podcast, Talking Bulls. Welcome to a special edition of Talking Bulls. On today's special episode, we're going to talk about the hiring of Billy Donovan. We're also going to talk about the Bulls' top four draft pick and who they, who is their best option to pick at fourth. We're also going to talk about the possibility of Kobe White playing point guard. And we're also going to talk about past Chicago Bulls players returning with the hire of Billy Donovan. We're going to talk about all of that right after this. How do you feel about the Bulls? How would you like to be on our show, talking Bulls, and give your thoughts on the team? Send us your emails at talkingbulls82. At gmail.com. Send us your requests. We'll be glad to hear from you. Welcome back Bulls fans. So it's been a long time since I did a show. I've just been doing a lot of work. Personal work. Uh, and um, a lot of has gone on. Uh, I haven't been able to cover the firing of Jim Boylan. Jim Bullen is no longer the head coach of the Chicago Bulls, was relieved of his basketball duties in May of this past year. Uh, we had so much going on, the pandemic shutting down the NBA season, and now we're currently in a pandemic se- uh, NBA playoffs, which the Bulls is not a part of and haven't been selected in. But the firing of Jim Boylan, fans, I think it was well overdue, and it was something that I was asking for, for a long time, and I'm glad it happened. You know, if it hadn't happened, I don't know if this team would have ever been back to the glory days. But you know, with Connerso is, you know, in office, um, a lot of changes have taken place, and now you suddenly feel like, you know, the excitement um, of the Chicago Bulls is returning, especially with. You know, us moving up in the draft to pick number fourth, a lot of players I like at that position uh, where we are in the draft, where we're going to be drafting a lot of good players we can choose from. So I'm very excited about that, and I know there's a lot of Bulls fans that think that we should give up the pick. I don't believe you. I don't believe in giving up draft picks. I never have. Um, I mean, in fact, the way that we got Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. You know, because, you know, other teams traded them to us. So, you know, I just never believed in, you know, giving up draft picks. But going back to um, Jim Boylan's firing, it, it took me by surprise because I thought the front office was going to somehow hold on to this guy for another year. Um, you know, we've been pleading, you know, and pleading for them to get rid of this guy. And, you know, they even fired guard packs and. Go fired um, Garth Foreman and moved John Paxson up to a different position, you know, before they even let go Jim Boylan. So I thought this guy was the protected messiah, should I say. And they, they surprised me and they released him. So they bring in Billy Donovan, a guy that uh, has a, a, a huge winning history and um, two national titles at Florida and um, five playoff appearances with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, personally, you know, I get all the background and everything, and it's also good that he's here because it opens the door for players like Joe Kim, Noah to Return, which I'll talk about later on in the show. Um, you know, Billy Donovan has a winning history, you know, but uh, I didn't like the way He handled the Russell Westbrook situation in OKC. I didn't feel like he coached, you know, Westbrook to to be his best player that he could be as far as decision making. Uh, We all know that what Russell Westbrook is a stat filler, you know, was averaging triple doubles like crazy over there. But I felt like, you know, when it was winning time, um, he didn't instill that leadership in Russell, Russell Westbrook. So when I hear players like Joe Kim Noah that play for Donovan in Florida say that, you know, he's a motivator and, you know, um, I just think about the Russell Westbrook situation when he coached Russell Westbrook over there in OKC. And I can't help but to not like the job that he did in that in that area. Um, but I'm willing to give him a try. Uh, I think he's had more upside than, than downside in his in his coaching career. And I think with a young team like the Chicago Bulls, that where players don't have a sense of direction, don't have um, an idea of how they want to play. Because um, we, we have a, a team of young guys that don't know their, their roles. And I think that's the main issue that's wrong with this team. And um, I'm going to move right into a topic that I wanted to talk about, and this is the perfect time to talk about it, Kobe White. I'm hearing, you know, he is going to be the starting point guard. and I just don't think that's a good idea. Uh, I love Kobe White. I think he's a great player. I think he showed us a lot this year, a lot of heart. Kid has a lot of range. He's not afraid of anything, willing to take on any moment, any winning moment at that. But I don't think that he passes the ball enough, especially with 2.7 assists that he averaged last year. It's not just a stat thing. It's just the way he plays. Um, He more so looks for his scoring. And I think the Bulls need a player that is going to you know, facilitate and more so look for the best play rather than just shooting the ball. Maybe Billy Donovan can mold Kobe White into that because that's definitely what the Chicago Bulls need uh, at that position. They need a a legitimate point guard, a floor general. Um, That might be something that they need to look into. Uh, I know LaMelo Ball is... uh, A scorer as well, a guy that they think about getting in the draft, but I don't want the problems with his dad. So on my list of players that I want in the draft, um, he's not on it. I mean, he's one of the possible prospects. But what this amounts to is that, you know, there's no player in the draft or any player on this team that I think can outweigh what Zach Levine does for this team. Make no mistake about it, Zach Levine's the future. He's the future of this Bulls franchise currently. This guy is a takeover player, and I predict he will be an all-star this year. And, you know, the whole thing about, you know, not selecting him as an all-star based on team success, I just never agree with that. Why should he suffer? Because he played on a couple teams where the front office wasn't able to build the winner. That's not his fault. But Zach Levine, make no mistake about it, has been a great player for some time now. Even when he was in Minnesota from his 49 point drop on the Golden State Warriors when they were champs, Zach Levine has had some key big games out there that nobody really looks at or is under, is is overlooked, basically. And nobody talks about, you know, his success. All they talk about is he hasn't won. It's a lot of players in this league that haven't won. The unbelievable player that Tracy McGrady was. He wasn't able to get out of the first round. But people still remember Tracy McGrady for what he did. Vince Carter, one of the greatest players in the NBA. Never won a championship. So there's players that are great. But because of their team's success, the teams that they were on, they will not be validated for what they've done in their careers. And Zach Levine is one of those latest players. When we get back... We're going to talk about the draft prospects that the Bulls have to draft from. Uh, Well, they have the option to draft with that fourth pick right after this. Hey, Bulls fans. We're definitely going to need your support with a new show. Join us on Twitter at TalkingBulls82. Or send us your emails at TalkingBulls82 at gmail.com. Join us on Spotify and follow us on anchor.fm. We'll be looking forward to you guys supporting us. Go Bulls. Step into the red target, known as the Bullseye Facebook group, consisting of 2,200 loyal fans loyal, passionate fans that really care about the Bulls. Watch us post the most up-to-date information on the team, team news, trades, injuries, and all related Bulls content. Join us on the Bulls Out Facebook group. Follow all the action and update info on the Bulls on the new and latest podcast, Talking Bulls. We're back on Talking Bulls, Bulls fans. Now, I was, you know, surfing the net, and um, because I remember it was Joe Kim Noah that played for Billy Donovan at Florida, um, won two national championships with Benny Donovan, and Joe Kim Noah had some, some good choice words to say about the Billy Donovan hiring with the Chicago Bulls, basically said, you know, the Bulls are getting a great motivator and a guy that he considers family. So when I saw that quote, because even before that, I was like, man, this is a guy that used to coach Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah probably can end up back with the Bulls. So will it happen? Um, I think it can. I think it's a possibility. And uh, People got to remember, Bulls fans got to remember as well. The whole reason why Joe Kim Noah stayed away from this franchise was mostly because of Fred Hoiberg and Garpax. You know, and a lot of people, including myself, was not able to forgive them for trading away the core players of this team that got this team to multiple playoff appearances and one Eastern Conference final. Um, this Bulls team was really, really good, and they just broke the team up for no reason. And now we on the verge of getting back to where we're supposed to be. And I feel we will because now we have a guy that, you know, has his hands in Europe, um, knows a lot about players overseas, and um, a guy that knows something, that shows some history of doing something. I mean, you look at this Denver team right now in the playoffs and what they're able to do, make it to the Western Conference Finals, and has played a part in that team. He helped develop that team. And now you come in here and you're bringing in Billy Donovan, another proven guy, not only in college but in the pros. And, you know, you got the draft pick, you know, the fourth pick, and then you have the unbelievable pieces that we have in Zach Levine, Kobe White, and Laurie Markkinen. Um, you, You start to look at these things and you say, man, there's a future in Chicago. There's a chance now. But there was always a chance. We just didn't have the guys that were smart enough to push it and, and put the tools together to get this team to that level. And that's the scary part, you know. You look at the Chicago Bulls. They're known as a joke right now. People don't consider them anything. But you put a nice system in here with a nice coach and you have know, a nice front office that's willing to make moves and you know have connections overseas and that can bring in different players. Now you got something. So, yeah, it's, it's 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 a reason for Bulls fans to, to be optimistic. Just the simple fact that we have um, Dumb and Dumber out of the office, that should give you optimism. We have guys in here that's going to make a a, a a decision, that's going to take a chance, that's going to trade guys, that's not just going to just sit on younger players in the future and not make the future happen for us right now. That's not going to be the case anymore. Chicago Bulls are coming. And the Eastern Conference better be ready. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, right after this. Hey, Bulls Nation. Talking Bulls is the new wave, the podcast that speaks the truth to loyal Bulls fans. We'd be honored to hear your thoughts on the Bulls. Shoot us your comments to this podcast on Twitter, at Talking Bulls eighty two, follow us at Spotify and Talking Bulls Facebook group. You ain't gonna get it any real anywhere else. Talking Bulls podcast. Join the new hottest flavor in podcasting. Join us. Follow us at Talking Bulls eighty two on Twitter. We're back on talking Bulls fans, and um, some of the draft prospects that we have. Um, I already expressed my feelings to Bulls fans on Bullseye Group that Obi Topin was the guy that I was most excited about. Man, watching this guy in film, man, this guy's explosive. He's he reminds me of, um, of Vince Carter. All the dunks that I've seen him doing and. Very athletic. He can shoot the ball. Um a problem is he's at six nine and a power forward. Twenty points per game, seven point five rebounds, two point two assists, not bad numbers. I really like his numbers. Um James Wiseman's numbers is, is is more impressive than that though. Um but he's a center. And he might work too, because the Bulls need a center. But you know, talking about Obi Toppin, man, I think he's the best talented player of among the of the choices that we have. I think he's the most talented and the most gifted. He's the player that's that when you look at him you say he's NBA ready now. Um you know um yeah he's he's NBA ready. NBA ready now. Anthony Edwards at six five um I didn't think much of his game, you know, based on film that I've seen other than he's a player that, you know, um has that erratic style And can shoot from range, from long range. At 6'5", he's not going to start over Zach Levine. So, I'm looking for a starter in this draft. I really am. And um, when you think about, you know, Denny Adija, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the guy overseas that they're looking at, that they compared to Tony Kukoc. um, That numerous Bulls reporters have compared to Tony Kukoc. And the man that uh, Bulls reporters have hinted is on Karnasova's radar, um, he fits the, the the type of player that I think the Bulls would draft. Um, he can play multiple positions. He can play the center, power forward, or small forward. Probably even shooting guard. And you know, with us, you know, not having a, a legitimate small forward, you know, with um Otto in and out and not showing much promise with his 15 points per game last time I checked his stats. It's that's not very impressive either. And for some reason not without looking at his style, I thought he was doing better than that. But, you know, the injuries and you know really playing. I mean, I'm over out of Porter Jr. And I think we need to get somebody to fill his slot. And why not Danny Adeja? Um, James Wiseman, you know, we probably can use him as well as seven one. This guy's shooting seventy-six percent from the field, which I think is just bananas. Averaging nineteen and ten, point three assists. Um you know hey, listen, the bulls need a, a legitimate um center, and you know the, the 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 film that I watched on this guy he just managed to paint he's just a, a man in there he's blocking shots he's he's active on the boards um you know he can shoot the ball as well, he can shoot from long range, so he's one of those those big men that can fit you know an old school style and a new new school style. So he's a he's a center that you will want on your team. This Bulls team they need a center. Um, you know, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. hasn't shown me anything as far as being a center for this team. Um, so we we need that. So James Wiseman and Denny Adijah is what we would need. Obi Toppin is is the is the most talented among the the picks that we have a choice from picking from. So that's my thoughts on the on the picks. Um, I think it's a big year for the Chicago Bulls to get the number fourth pick. Two straight years drafting with the seventh pick, I thought the league had something against us. I was really upset about it, you know. Um, and, you know, I just felt like we, for two, three years now, deserved the number one pick. You know, we obviously was a horrible team, um, led by guys that didn't know how to coach. Uh, first Fred Hoiberg, then, um, then um, Jim Boylan. You know, led by two guys that didn't have a philosophy, didn't have a, you know, a vision, you know, for how Chicago Bulls basketball was supposed to be played and how they were going to make these guys in this locker room better. So I felt like the Chicago Bulls deserved the number one pick for years and they deserved it this year as well. But they got number four, but it's better than seven. Um, I wanted the first pick, but, you know, you can't be too greedy. Um, the biggest thing I think in this offseason is we got Jim Boylan out of here and we got a sense of direction now. We have a new guy and it just feels like a fresh feeling. It feels like something new and exciting. And I can't wait till the season starts. You know, I really want us to get back on track and start, you know, playing Chicago Bulls basketball again. And, you know, here's our opportunity, Bulls fans. Guard Packs is not here. We don't have any excuses. We have a new front office. We have a new head coach that has proven himself. A front office that has proven themselves. And this is our season, man. Um, The East is not very good, like always. So we'll have an opportunity in the Eastern Conference, man. Um, It's all up to us. It's all up to us. Um, The biggest thing for me is that the Chicago Bulls, for years, have been known as a as an organization that didn't care about its players. Um, an organization that most players stared away from. So, what I'm looking for, mostly out of this year, is for Arturis to instill that confidence in free agents around the league. That, you know, they can come to Chicago and win. They can come to Chicago and have a good career. They can come to Chicago and be treated right. They can come to Chicago and have the management value them more than they have been valuing other players. They can come to Chicago and expect to be paid the right way if they prove themselves. All of these things can happen, and Arturis has to instill that back. So that's why his job is very, very hard. He's basically repairing the damage that Garpax put and laid down. And the front office. I got. I can't just put it on guard packs because Jerry Ronzo's have been doing a lot of crooked stuff for a long time. And this is the job that um, Conor Sofas has on his hands. Not just, you know, putting the parts here and there, but he has to instill the confidence in the league, players around the league, that Chicago is a place to play. We'll be right back after this break. Hey Bulls fans, help us build our fan base for Talking Bulls. Follow us at Twitter at TalkingBulls82. Come join us in building this new atmosphere by Talking Bulls podcast. Step into the red target known as the Bullseye Facebook group, consisting of 2,200 loyal fans, loyal, passionate fans that really care about the Bulls. Watch us post the most up-to-date information on the team, team news, trades, injuries, and all related Bulls content. Join us on the Bullseye Facebook group. back on talking bulls when we went to the break we was talking about possible free agents around the league um coming to the chicago bulls and playing this is the best time for me to talk about players that i want back in chicago and one of those players is a player that you know absolutely made me love watching chicago bulls basketball and the baby bulls era and that's joe kim noah who is currently a la clipper um And it, I, I got to say, shout out to Joe. I, I was pulling for the Clippers to win this year and get to the NBA Finals and win it you know, just because Joe was on that team. And they eventually they got knocked out in the seventh game by the Denver Nuggets and the upset, which shocked the whole NBA world. Nobody expected that. But um to not get off the, the topic, Joe Kim is a player I would like to be back here. I felt like when he left Chicago, he was not the same player that he was when we had him. Um, I don't know how much he has left, but in similar fashion than when Luo Deng left and the way we honored him, you know, Joe Kim is always family here, and I want us to give him the same respect that we gave Luo Deng. Um, I also want um, Derek Rose to return and come back, and uh, Joe Kim and Rose are, are good friends, and if Joe Kim is somehow able to come back. You know, I think Rose would be right behind him. I mean, Rose followed him to New York to play with the Knicks. And now there's rumors that, you know, in the offseason that Rose is, is trying to sign with the Clippers. And I think that's part because Joe Kim is a part of that team. And there's no been no secret, you know, the guys were very, very close when they were teammates here. And um, Joe Kim left because we traded Derrick Rose. That's how close these guys are. Um, they were in, um, organizations and pickup games, um, and, uh, charity games with each other, organizing charity games together here in Chicago that I know of. And those, those two guys are very, very close. So I think both, if Joe Kim is able to get here, I think Rose would be back as well. And Rose loves Chicago. This is his home and this is where his family is, his son. So he would, he would definitely return as well, especially if Joe Kim comes back. That would provoke him to come back. So, yeah, I just want us to um, pay, um, pay our respects to the players that made this organization great again um, in the post jordan years. And it could possibly happen. You know, Billy Donovan, like I said, he coached Joe Kim Noah in college, and Joe Kim Noah seems to be very fond of, of Billy Donovan. So I, I could see Joe Kim Noah coming back now that we got Billy Donovan here. Um Things are looking up for Chicago, man. I mean, it was those dark days for a long time. But you hung in there, Bulls fans, and now you're going to get your reward. Everything is going to turn around. You know, I never forsaked or, you know, turned my back on my basketball team. You know, Chicago Bulls, we had some brutal years, man. But My heart, like Michael Jordan said in that speech, championship speech, same thing with me. My heart will always be with the Chicago Bulls. I ain't going anywhere. They make me upset a lot every year, but, you know, basketball is what um, changed my life and the team that, you know, influenced me to play basketball in my life was the Chicago Bulls. Mostly Michael Jordan, but he played for the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls drafted him, so the Chicago Bulls is what influenced me to play basketball and want to be in the NBA, and that is priceless and irreplaceable. So I don't think any team would ever hold in my heart what the Chicago Bulls hold in my heart. When we get back, it's time for the final word after this break. Follow all the action and update info on the Bulls on the new and latest podcast, Talking Bulls. Hey, Bulls fans, we're definitely going to need your support with a new show. Join us on Twitter at Talkin'Bulls82 or send us your emails at Talkin'Bulls82 at gmail.com. Join us on Spotify and follow us on anchor.fm. We'll be looking forward to you guys supporting us. Go, Bulls. <laughs> time for the final word time for the final word and now the Chicago Bulls have done the unthinkable they fired Jim Boylan brought in a proven coach and seem to have their hand in the draft to pick a great player this time. Everything has changed. The impossible has happened. The future is here. The Chicago Bulls, for a long time, have tarnished the name Chicago Bulls, a name that players like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Phil Jackson made famous. We made that name look very, very horrible. And were bad for many, many years. But now, the future is back. Chicago basketball seems to be back with the hiring of Billy Donovan. The hiring of connor Sovis. Players like Kobe White and Zach Levine. The future looks very bright. And it only looks very bright because we have the right guys in the right seats. We have motivated men that is willing to bring the glory days back to chicago well that's my show ladies and gentlemen um this was a great special i wanted to cover everything that has been happening in the off season sorry i haven't been able to give you guys an episode but um where I'm really trying to put together a great, great Season 2. You know, we, as you all know, we completed Season 1. And um, this is not a part of Season 2. This is a special edition of Talking Bulls. I wanted to cover every single thing that has happened. Um, I tried to cover every single thing that has happened in the offseason. The season will be back in December. I'm looking for a new host to host the show with me. And we're gonna really, really build this this, this beast. Um, Talking Bulls to be a monster, a monster among podcasts. And I'm very, very confident where it's headed. And um, that's that. And I just want you guys to keep supporting me. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Talking Bulls eighty two, and um, you know, follow us, follow us, and you um, know, you know, just stick with us and, and build with us. You know, this this podcast is gonna grow. It's gonna be. You know, the best podcast there is out there. That's my show. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Go Bulls.